episode number 261, Spring 2020 Camaro Talk. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? That's uh, same old stuff, just hanging out in the house, you know, working, <laughs> living, breathing, eating, sleeping, in the house. Don't leave the house. Living the quarantine life. Get me out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> We hope everybody else is doing well and not going stir crazy. I've I've had issues where I'm just like I gotta get out of here. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, hanging in there, man. Same. Same. Yeah. You know, haven't been doing a whole heck of a lot except you know I've moved work to home and you know still doing the YouTube thing with Vito and that's it. That's it, really. You know, I yeah. I, I, I miss. The normality of life. That's what I miss, though. Yeah. The daily grind. I, I agree. I, I typically stay home anyway. The wife and I would go out once a week for dinner or something like that. And I, I do miss doing that a lot. Um, it's just it's just a little weird. Hope, I guess, I don't know. Is it? What do you think? Do you think it's getting better? Do you think it's getting worse? So I hope it's getting better. <laughs> what do you think it's doing? That's the question. <laughs> I don't know. I stop watching the news because you know they they just tell you what they you know they want to they want to evoke fear and 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 panic. I think. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. This many more dead. This many more dead. You know. News at eleven to talk about more people who died, uh, but they're not telling you about all the people who are getting well. That's true. You know, which far exceed far exceed. The people who are actually dying from this, you know, and then doing the, 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 you know, everybody keeps talking about, you know, well, they're not using or, or, or science. They keep saying science people. You can't, you can't avoid the science. Well, right. You can't. Science. But you can also compare it to other things like the flu, this, this things that people are dying from normally. Stop trying to scare people. That's, mm-hmm. that's my problem. And that's yeah. why the only time I turn my TV on is to turn on either Netflix or Disney plus or YouTube. <laughs> yep. And boy, I tell you what, those guys are doing all right. <laughs> I, bet. I bet. So, but again, we hope everybody's doing well here. Um, yeah. We've got lots, lots to talk about today since we switched to a monthly format. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not a ton of Camaro, like, manufacturer news. No, everything's closed. I mean, everything's, everything's closed, shut yeah. down. Speaking of shutting down, um, our friends down under are <laughs> losing the Camaro. It's uh, The Camaro production has uh, reached the end of the line, uh, courtesy of our friends at Camaro News. Hmm. So they were yeah. producing, um, they, were, they were doing, what, the, uh, the swaps mm-hmm. from the HSV? The right-hand conversion. Mm-hmm. And it was introduced in 2018, the Camaro SS, and then then they went, then they got the ZL1 as well, and they were, you know, doing the factory swap from right hand or left hand drive to right hand drive, and um, it looks like that's done. Hmm. It's done. 
It's a Dude, bummer. Uh, it's not surprising. I mean, sales are down for everything, and they're proud. They're just cutting, um, cutting, uh, you know, corners. I guess cutting, cutting budget, cutting, cutting where they can. Yeah. Hmm. Looks bummer. like the, it looks like the Mustangs. You know, they're, they're I mean, huge slide in sales as well. I think everything is except liquor and online services. <sighs> liquor and on, yeah, and Netflix. It's true. True. Everybody should watch Ozark. Um, <laughs> we started watching Ozark. That's a bummer. I guess is it surprising? Is it surprising? No. I mean, no, even I even with without it, um, I didn't know if uh, there was a huge demand. <clears throat> yeah. Down under for the for the Camaro, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even without Corona, just freaking out the world and everything. I I wonder if it wasn't going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. It was already expensive to begin with, and then it was expensive for the conversion. Right. So. Hmm. Rough rocks, but hmm. if you don't want to get, if you can't get one in Australia, but you still want a new Camaro, <laughs> how's about uh, what year is this one here? Two thousand one. The guy on LS One Tech was selling <laughs> a two thousand one Camaro SS with eight hundred and eighty four original miles on it. This thing's brand new. Yeah, brand spanking new. That's just weird. Everybody was kind of freaking out a little bit on it, though. Because it did have a Pontiac Firebird bezel in the cl- in the instrument cluster. Yeah, what's up with that? And I I put one man I put one manually in in my 2002 Camaro. Um, but uh, everybody's questioning that, saying, "Listen, if it's bone stock, why does this have this?" Do you think they accidentally got a cluster out of a Firebird instead? It could have happened. I mean, they did go down the same assembly line, right? But if I remember right, the Camaro cluster had, and I can't remember exactly what it was. There was there was a certain indicator light that would in the Camaro cluster that was covered by the Firebird bezel. If I remember right, I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Hmm. Man, hmm. This is this is like a beautiful. This is like this car is perfect. Oh yeah. Wow. You know, I still have stuff in my closet here from my my two um. Fourth gen Camaro SSs that I owned. Uh-huh. Um, SLP gave you some stuff with the car, like the is it um, key is it the key rings, the fobs. I think it's the not the actual fob, but the I think it was the SLP or Camaro SS key ring. I think that came with it in a little envelope. So I think I have those, and then I also have the floor mats from two Camaro, two different. <laughs> I had a two thousand Camaro SS. And I also had a 2002 Camaro SS. So I have both the floor mats. The really? SS, the SS floor mats in the original plastic because I, I never used them. I just, I took them home and I threw them in the closet and I forgot about them. So I still have them too. <laughs> wow. You might want to off those. <laughs> I wonder if they're, I wonder if I could get anything for them. I'm sure you would, especially for somebody that buys a car like this. Huh. Interesting. So, remote CD changer with 12 disc magazine. <laughs> I'm looking at the options. Just close your eyes <laughs> and think of the sound that a 12 disc changer would make when you'd plug it in. For clunk. Almost like the sound of a VHS tape when you'd put it in to oh, the, yeah. the VCR. <laughs> so, uh, the dude uh, wants quite a bundle for this car. Oh, it does he? Like what is it's still for sale. Uh, $29,000 is what the asking price is, located in Las Vegas. Still, I'm, I'm looking over the thread about it. Um, 
definitely some discussion um, the original, around the original stickers around twenty six. Well, that's that's before the SLP conversion. No, or, the, or the, the yeah the the twenty one thousand six forty five for the car. Yep. One thousand seven hundred fifteen for the equipment. Three thousand nine hundred fifty for the uh, SS stuff. It looks like he updated by removing the bezel. I'm looking now that now it shows pictures of without the bezel. Oh, I think I don't know. I'd have to go through the thread to see what happened. Maybe he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Every car is a story, and maybe you know, he bought it from his dad. His dad bought it, never drove it, passed away, or decided he didn't want it or something. Made one mod, and then that was it. It's cool. It is pretty cool. So if you want, oh wow, somebody else is selling something really interesting on LS1 Tech. Ooh. This says GMMG Blackbird PR1. A Blackbird? A, it's a prototype. Number one. Wow. Remember, remember GMMG Blackbirds? Oh, oh, of course I do. Of course. Ro- oh, my gosh. I'm looking at these uh, at, the, at the thread, and it's all nothing but to the top, to the top, to the top, to the top. <laughs> I, I, I really, honestly, not, I'm not... I'm not interested in buying it, so I'm not criticizing the guy's price, but I'm predicting he won't be able to sell it for that. Um, that's just that's a lot of money for a car that, yeah, it's great condition and everything, but that's as much as it's stickered for, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think my 2002 Camaro SS with just about everything was thirty-two thousand. Crazy, huh? Yeah, crazy. Good luck to him, though. I hope he sells it. I yeah. mean, I hope somebody gets their cool. hands on it. And this, this is nice to look at too. It is neat. It's, remember when that color first came out? Oh, we yeah. We broke the scoop on it. Me and you uh, cornered this dude at uh, the Camaro Street Nationals, a GM employee. We're like, hey, can we, can we get some pictures of this car? And then I just came across those pictures not too long ago. There's, I got mm-hmm. pictures of you with, with the guy as well. <laughs> oh, his name was uh, John. Well, I think it's okay to say his last name now. Um, John Dolch. I remember his name. Wow. Um, yeah, we, we were the first to drive almost <laughs> one Camaro. Just and it was just sitting there, like nobody was paying attention to it. It was off in the parking lot at the at uh, the Warren GM Tech Center. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a car show going on, and there's an LS1 Camaro, brand new, just sitting over there. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, what is that? Cool. Let's go talk to him, John yeah. Dolch. I, I hope he's still around. He was a super cool guy. Let's Tell you drive. what, third gear in that thing was like, oh yeah, that was fun. Yep. Ah, man, reminiscing about that. We could do that all day long. Um, let's see here. Let's talk about, let's talk about some video stuff. Yeah. Um, our friend Sean Martin, Sean from Oceanside, uh, sent us this YouTube video, and we're not going to get into it too much, but we encourage, since we're talking about Camaros in the old days, um, remember when the 98 Camaro came out, Chris? I can't, I can't forget. Lost their lid on how it looked like a catfish, and... Blah, 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 blah. GM well, ruined it. They're going out of business. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Who the hell would then, ever do this? And then when people were clicking off 12 nines. Stock. Stock. Bone stock. Not all of them, but no. some of them. Eric Connolly did. Yeah, I remember I remember going to Milan and seeing him run a 13-2 his first run. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> 13-2? I mean, that was hard in a, in a LT1 with a lot of bolt-ons to do 13-2. Yeah. Yeah, I I did, I think I did a 13.4 with bolt-ons there when we went to London, Ontario. Okay. 
But uh, everybody still hated the front end. People did Photoshop jobs, making it look like it had catfish, you know, eyes and whiskers and all that. But Donut Media, and this is a good video, Sean. Thank you for sending this in. Uh, is such a cool. I don't know where they get their name from. There's probably a story that I missed. Uh, a, a YouTube video that was published here last month called "Why Everyone Is Wrong About the Catfish Camaro." And this is definitely worth a watch, especially if you're just interested in Camaro history and trends and and things like what we're talking about. I just want to make sure that, Sean, we recognize that you sent that. Thank you very much for doing so. And uh, we encourage everybody to watch this video. There's yeah. um, there's a, there's another donut media video we'll get to later on in the episode we're going to talk about as well. Um, but uh, speaking of videos, how's about our buddy, the, the Spielberg-to-be, Casey J. Porter? Casey, good dude. He's been doing videos with, with, with Camaro stuff since the fifth gen came back. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where we met him and, uh, became real good friends with him. And he has, his transitioned to YouTube as well, doing his show, um, that he, uh, we talked about, I think it was last year when he first put out this episode. Let's see. So now he's taking his videos and he's moving them to Facebook as well. So you have probably saw it this past week. I shared one of his mm-hmm. the, his first uh, Camaro video that he did on his YouTube channel uh, on Facebook. So that's why we're uh, talking about it now is just moving everything over to Facebook. So we told Casey, heck yeah, we'll support you. He does great, great work, high quality, and uh, great editing. So, But, I mean, he's mm-hmm. a professional. That's what he does for a living. He's made a lot of cool videos that we've talked about over the years. Return, and, of the, uh, Return of the Camaro, I remember, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Met him at SEMA. Yep. He, he, I, think, I think he deserves a lot more recognition than he gets. His, his channel, Combustion Chambered, there's, there's a whole, I'll, I'll be the first to say this, there's a whole lot of garbage car videos out there. Yeah. And I, I, I could go, I could gripe about them for a half an hour straight. There's just crap out there. But he makes such awesomely produced videos yeah. that are Quality. genuine... What's that? Quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just, hey, here's me and here's my cars and here's my buddy and here's some parts. He does real videos, real content. Yeah. And he needs more recognition. So we encourage everybody to check out his stuff, man, please. Absolutely. We're going to link that up, uh, his YouTube channel, as well as his new Facebook page that he's made for it, where he's um, putting out all the videos as well. Yep. Keep it up, Casey. Um, hey dude, I'm getting excited for SEMA this year. What about you? <laughs> well, uh, this past week, uh, registration went out for media to register for the event. Or was it last week? Um, and, uh, let's talk about this a little bit Yeah. because I don't think SEMA is going to happen this year. SEMA may disagree with me right now. In fact, their PR team has already been out doing other podcasts saying, listen, guys, we're doing the show. We're full speed ahead. Um, there's over 2000 exhibitors already signed up. Um, what, what statistics they did share also is that I think they, I want to say, I want, I don't want to misspeak, but I think it was around 40 percent, 40% of exhibitors come from overseas. And of those 40%, over 20% of them were from China. Oh, that's that. that. So they're, they don't know what's going to happen there. Um, they also said they have looking, because the, 
the podcast I was listening to, the, the guy put it blaming, like, what's your drop dead date you're looking at to cancel SEMA? And he's like, listen, we're, we're, we've got three windows. We've got a 90, a 60, and a 30-day window out before we cancel, if we were to even think about it. Um, but the way they're, they're saying is the industry's still been working, even though they've been shut down. They think people have still been working on cars. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows? I, there's so many external forces that come into play here for SEMA. I don't think SEMA can just say, yep, we're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know, gosh. everybody in the audio, everybody in the industry is raring to go. And that's, that's great and all. But if you can't get a room in Las Vegas, <laughs> if you have to stand six feet apart, if um, <laughs> nobody, if, if so many people are afraid of traveling, they just had a report come out this week. You know, there's the, you know, the largest convention in Las Vegas every mm-hmm. January is CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah. They said that many people who went to that show and went back to Silicon Valley brought COVID-19 with them. <sighs> They're thinking a lot of people at CES. Um, another thing why, you know, for, with traveling, they keep saying, you know, why does Michigan, why does Detroit have so many cases? Yeah. Detroit is a huge hub for international travel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why so many people come here traveling. Um, and then of course you have the auto industry. People are always traveling business. That's, that's the reason why, uh, the third largest state in COVID cases, but I mean, we only have 10 million people in the state. So SEMA has got to be looking at travel, logistics, lodging, Las Vegas in itself. And then of course the external, you know, what is the CDC going to be saying? What is, what is the government going to be saying? How is the local, I mean, not only the Nevada, but the city of Las Vegas in itself, what are they going to be saying? You know, mm-hmm. Vegas is going to be hit hard, very, very hard after this is all said and done. There's I'm a not little, planning on going. There's a no, I've already said this. I'm, yeah. I'm not going. I didn't do it. I didn't register for it. And I, I fully predict that um, if SEMA does happen this year, it will become a virtual event. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because let, let's face it. I mean, SEMA is a time for, for people to get together and make business deals for the year. Right. Why Why couldn't SEMA uh, facilitate a, a virtual event like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. You want be impossible. I can't get somebody to stay six inches away from me, much less six feet at I SEMA. I, 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 I don't foresee it happening. Unless all of a sudden they come out with a, a vaccine and we don't have to do the social distancing anymore and testing's widely available, which I don't foresee happening until 2021 anyways. Well, if we all became bleach-eating freaks, then we could, you know, be all cured. <laughs> wasn't that a, wasn't bleach-eating freaks uh, uh, a, a weird company that made our first photo post script, um, CGI or Pearl script for our first rendition? No, Shaven Ferret. 
that was the name of the guy <laughs> that made the photo post script. Oh my god. For CamaroZ28.com in like 1996. <laughs> wow. Remember that Shaven Ferret? Shaven was the name of the programmer. <laughs> From COVID-19 to Shaven Ferret. <laughs> <sighs> I leave it up to me to go off on a tangent, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not expecting. I'm it really to be. hoping for the best. I, I get SEMA and PRI, PRI emails, and they're I think they're owned by the same company. Yeah, you know, they're put on by the same, and uh, the message is about the same. Yeah. My my concern is is that this is gonna a lot of companies, m- many of them are owners of these companies are friends of mine. They depend on the SEMA and PRI to continue to spur their sales and their deals and everything, mm-hmm. this is going to hurt them. It's going to make their prices go up. It's going well, to, people why, are going to be falling out of love with their cars because they can't go racing. That's why I feel it's going to turn into a virtual event. Yeah. yeah. Cause let's face it. If, if companies aren't going to let their employees travel for fear of them, you know, contracting something, mm-hmm. they can put the event on and nobody's going to show up. God. Oh boy. Well, I still hope for the best. I see glimmers of hope in amongst the noise and there's a lot of noise out there. Yeah. I see glimmers of hope and I yeah. see glimmers of progress and I see people doing the right thing. And honestly, canceling SEMA as it stands right now, in my opinion, is the right thing. Right. Sorry to say. <clears throat> the is... truth can suck. Right. You don't want to give people false hopes too. You know, especially if businesses are are really, really relying on this. You know, mm-hmm. like we yep. need SEMA and they're like, don't worry, we're going to have it. And then 30 days out, they're going to be like, we're out. We can't do it. You know, it would be, it would be nice of them to say, we, we are planning moving forward. Yes. But we have contingent plans for XXX moving forward as well. Yep. So. Uh, hope for the best. Yeah. yeah so other things that were canceled. You know, we stay in tune with our friend uh, Al Oppenheiser. Of Former course. Chief engineer of the fifth gen, sixth gen Camaro. Um, they had to postpone their Hummer reveal. They did. They did. just got. We just kind of well, we figured we figured that was coming. You know, yep. it was supposed to be what May twentieth. I think I think so. Yeah, and they uh, they postponed it. They did put out a a very quiet teaser video, seventeen second teaser video of a quiet Hummer looking oh, like yeah, object from, from like drone the, height. Yes, driving through the woods again. Hoping for the best on this one. I think this. I think this is gonna be cool. I'm kind of excited about it. At first, I was Hummer. Come on, but now I'm like L. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh yeah. All right then. What's I'm, in the name? I'm I'll looking, tell you what. Al's got the name. I'm looking forward to this. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh gosh. Hey, let's get onto my one of my favorite parts of doing this show. The voicemail. It's been a, almost a month since we did a show. We got to have what twenty or thirty voicemails to get through. Here, let me let me check. Okay. We don't have one. What? <laughs> we don't have any. I'm sorry. Well, everybody's probably been occupied with other things. Right. We we love hearing from you guys. We love your comments about what we talk about, and we love your suggestions on what we should talk about. Or we just love hearing you guys say hi. Chris, you want to tell them how they can do that? Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Yeah, do it now. Even though we do the show once a month, these are all queued up and ready to go. 
Yep, we won't forget about them. No, of course not. Hmm. Can't believe we didn't have one. <sighs> not a single one. That's right. Uh, going back to videos um, and history and reminiscing and everything. I mentioned this before. Donut Media, I still got to figure out where they come up with their name. I saw, speaking of which, I saw them at PRI and at uh, SEMA wearing their donut shirts. Really? Cool guys. Yeah, they make really good videos. Like Casey Porter, they make very good <clears> videos. <throat> and they made one that came up in my feed. I think this video <laughs> summed up everything we've tried to sum up in the history of doing this podcast for, what, 15 years now, Chris? Okay. Wait, it's, it's not been that long, has it? What, the, the podcast? Four, four, 14 years. Yeah. 14 years. It's a, it, The title is um, Mustang versus Camaro. Who won each decade, 1960s through today? And, um, gosh, Chris, you and I could spend an entire episode playing this video and then pausing it at key points to comment on their comments. <clears throat> yeah. It's so well done, and it's really neat. To, I, I don't agree with their scoring, but I'm biased. Yeah. But it's really neat to see decade for decade how Camaro and Mustang battled it out and the things that influenced the 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 leaps forward and the steps back for each car and how they compared with each other along the same timeline. And this is definitely worth a watch. For sure. Um, how long is so, the video? Uh, I think it's 20 minutes long. I don't remember. 10, 20 minutes. Okay. Let me see here. 21 minutes. Hmm. Uh, for my, uh, I'll read the description just to tease you in it. Um, they got 3.4 million subscribers. They're doing something right. Uh, Ford Mustang and Chevrolet Camaro are two of the most iconic American muscle cars of all time, but which is better? Carroll Shelby's GT500 or the Camaro ZL1 1LE? The IROC Z or the Mustang SSP? Which pony car had a better V8 engine? Can Chevy's 1LS? 1LS? <laughs> One LS, okay. Wow, the great! Coyote five This video is the best place on the internet to find the answers. Versus, put two automotive giants toe to toe, and Joey Razul tallies up the points to see who's the victor. Anything from heritage, performance, and even availability are taken into consideration. This is a must watch. Cool. It's a good video, even yeah. though they've got the one LS thing wrong. I don't think anybody clicked the read more in the description and caught Ho- that. Hopefully, they just fat fingered that when they're typing it in. No, these guys know their stuff. They really do. This is the same. This is the same guys that made the uh, video about uh, how everybody was wrong about the catfish Camaro. Cool. I will link that up in the show notes. Yeah. What else we got to talk about? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was funny. Okay. Uh, Forbes came out with an article not okay. too long ago. Good old um, Forbes. Good Forbes. You know they know money, right? Right. Vehicles. Vehicles with the worst resale values. Yeah. Guess what was number 16? The Camaro. How'd you guess? <laughs> <laughs> Their comments are, let me load this up, with a redesigned Camaro not being re- released until 2016 uh, and a revamped Ford Mustang kicking its posterior in the meantime, 2015 models can be expected to lose 39% of its original MSRP after one year. Another sparsely populated segment, the Camaro received two circles for overall quality, overall design quality, powertrain design quality, body interior design quality, and features slash accessories design quality. For the 2015? For, for, for the 5th gen? I guess that's what they're talking about. I mean, they've got a picture of, of the... The 5th gen. Yeah. It's that commemorative edition is the one that they're showing in the picture, too. You know... From 2015. I, I don't want to throw stones at anybody who worked on the Camaro, but is there a de- defining trend from when Al... Well, well, I guess I hate to say this out loud. Even when it left 
Oshawa and went to Lansing of quality and is 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 that a definer or is it just don't it, it just it, it just seemed like when it went to the sixth gen it just went downhill i don't know why it just seems that way to me well i think and this this they're talking about the is the 2015 so it's a fifth gen so and, and they said another spark the camaro received two circles for over but is it for the fifth gen or is it for the sixth gen or is it just for over right wait a minute when was this article written Oh God! Well, I mean, I, 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 it came across in my feed, so I guess it's got to be newish. I, I would think so. Let me double check that. Maybe, I'm maybe I'm gonna have to have you edit this out. Uh, you know what? It doesn't have a freaking date on it. It doesn't have a single date on it. On the article? Yeah. Hmm. Let me see here if it's got anything. Well, it mentions a Cadillac CTS for redesign for 2014 Kia Optima. 2016, 20. I'm looking for a date on any of these cars. Because, I mean, it does talk about the 2016 and being redesigned, so it's got to be newer with the 6th yeah. gen. But I, I wonder about this. There's uh-huh. no way to tell. Nope. It came across in my feed, and I, of course, what's the first thing I do? Look for a car that I know. Mm. Well, if it came across maybe, in your feed, then, it, and then it's a newer article. Maybe they're hurting for, I don't know. Let me see what number 50, number one is. <laughs> okay. See if that's anything remotely... Wow, I am really surprised at number one. What's number one? The Toyota Tacoma. Anyway, no, I think I think they're saying the number one. It's number one for resale value. It retained after three years. It retained seventy-one percent. So, then then the worst one, the absolute worst one of all, is my dog barking. <laughs> hmm. I don't understand this article. Chris, can you just link it up in the show notes? I, I like to hear everybody else's thoughts on this. Yeah. So look at the Buick Regal. Interesting. Well, it's interesting to look through. I guess, but it it, it it doesn't have the credibility that I thought it had when I realized that it's hard. It says there's there's 52 of them, but I can only find there's there's 52 pages, but I can only find 21 vehicles. Oh, okay, I'm just absolutely confused on that. Hmm. So, anyway, you guys, you know what? I'll leave it up to you. It's not my opinion. I don't I don't agree that it's. I don't know. The numbers don't lie, but I don't see why it loses re- retail right. value anyway. Yeah. So. So anyway, never mind. Forget about it. Next month's episode, what do you want to hear us talk about? Hopefully we'll have some new Camaro news, maybe some new Hummer news. Hopefully the world will start going back to work and see some semblance of normality with light more at the end of the tunnel. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, we, we went we went to monthly. Do you think that the world's gotten better since the last episode we did? I hope so. I really yeah, do. No, it's hard to say. I'm looking for glimmers of positivity. Yeah. But uh, a lot can change in a month. It's only been, give or take, 60 days since this really started getting serious. Yeah. What's another 30 days? Right. In a month, when we do the show again, we'll see where the world is. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be better. And hopefully I'm, everybody will be doing I'm well. Hoping. I really am. So stay safe out there, everybody. Stay home if you have to. And uh, we'll see you next month. All right. See you next month. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. Or month. See ya. Or, or month, yeah.